Welcome to Front Office Pros. Today, we're going to be talking about IDP Week 13 recap and a Week 14 prediction. With us today is a special guest making his first appearance with Front Office Pros, which is none other than Scott Bogman. Scott is a contributor at Fancy Pros and Betting Pros, and he's a co-host of the In This League Fancy Football Podcast. Scott, thanks so much for joining the show today. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate the invite being here. You guys have been crushing it. So I am excited to be joining you to talk some IDP. Uh, the individual podcast has gone away for me, but uh, if you guys are looking for my IDP work, I do rank at Fantasy Pros, and I also write the IDPs for the Joe Pizapia's Fantasy Black Book. So that is where my IDP work can be found. So thank you guys for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. We already have done our own show before this show. That was also a lot of fun. Hut, hut, hike! <laughs> Yes, we have. That's very true. Very true, Scott. So let's start off with our IDP stud from week 13. Who do you got? I'm going to go with Jack Gibbons, guys. And uh, nine solos, four assists, so 13 tackles added in, uh, pass defended, all on only 42 snaps, which was, I believe, just above 50%. And that's making a play on a third of the snaps that he was in on. So uh, very impressive. Helped me win a week in the football diehards league from the guys over at diehards. Uh, it's a big 32 man league that we're in there. And uh, Gibbons put up a huge week for us. And I was very excited with that. So if I have a chance to give him some praise, I will do, do it here on your show. So Gibbons is my stud for week 13. Yeah, Gibbons is an interesting name there. Uh, I would say definitely not a household name. Uh, I think you probably would agree with this. Come, came out of Minnesota. Uh, was he even, I'm not even sure, was he even drafted? Was he an undrafted uh, I don't think he was drafted. I'm, I may be mistaken there, but uh, I don't think he was drafted. Yeah, uh, signed as an undrafted free agent in 2022. Okay, yeah, so he's kind of one of these uh, no-namer guys here. Like you said. He made everybody a, forget about Monty Rice, so. I, which is surprising. So so do you think, I mean, if you look at his year, I mean, recently, I mean, he's been pretty pitiful. Uh, is this a blip on the radar here, or are we expecting some, uh, you know, more juice from him coming up in the next few weeks? Yeah, I don't – he doesn't get enough snaps. Now, he did have a stretch there at the beginning of the season from, like, week three – to week nine, he only dipped below 70% of the snaps uh, once. So that was a nice little stretch for him. But then coming back week 10, below 50, below 50 week 11, below 50 week 12. This week was 59%, and he had a huge week. So maybe there's something there for him. But also, if anything happens to Al Shair, he's the next man up. So uh, that, like I, I said, that is a 32 man league. So that's why I started Jack Gibbons in that one. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, probably not a household name, maybe doesn't deserve to be a household name either, but you know, we're talking about studs for last week and he absolutely was one. So I, I like him. I, I, I like him. I wish he got more playing time, but I will accept it when he puts up points for me and wins me money. <laughs> now, yeah, no, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> no, I was going to, I mean, when I saw this guy's name on the sheet, I was like, man, Scott's going deep with this pick here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give my boys league pop. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Joe, he's rostered in our 16-man league. And in other IDP leagues, would you suggest others add this guy? Or you think that, this, again, there's a blip on the radar here? Like, what, what are you doing with Mr. Gibbons? 
I mean, I, I think you could potentially add him. And, you know, like you said, if uh, Al- um, Aziz goes down, El Shayer, and he gets more playing time, he's a, is the next man up. It could, could be worth a shot and stash him on your bench, uh, if nothing else. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. I will have to monitor him going forward. Uh, Who's Tennessee playing this week again? Because if they're playing, is it Baltimore? Am I right there? Maybe not. Tennessee? Uh, yeah, Tennessee they're playing, playing the Miami. Eh, there might be some tackles for him there. He's probably going to be on the field a lot. So uh, <laughs> just because the Dolphins' offense is going to be on the field a lot, so you know, yeah, it's going to be attract me. He's going to be uh, going to be chasing after some guys that plays and right by him. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you get a hand on a chain, he's probably going to go down, but not many guys doing that these days. So yeah, it definitely tough is to get that hand on him. <laughs> yeah. So Joe, who is your stud from Week Thirteen? Yeah, I'm going with Antoine Winfield Jr. He had uh, six solos, one assist, a sack, two tackles for loss, quarterback hit, interception, and three pass deflections. And the Bucks defense, you know, really needed him to step up this week as, you know, they were missing uh, their top three linebackers in this game. So I know they had Ryan Neal playing a lot more to fill in for that as well. But uh, obviously he stepped up and had a big game. Antoine Winfield is having a phenomenal year. If you look at his stats, he's going to be on pace to have a career year. And I don't know what he's like in your league, Scott, but for for Joe and I's league, he's the top safety uh, right now in the league, and it's uh, really not even close. He's got a couple uh, fancy points per game spread over the next highest guy, which in our league is Jesse Bates and then Cameron Bynum. So uh, Winfield, man, he is having a phenomenal season this year. Will be really interesting. I believe he's a free agent uh, in this next season. I believe he's a second round pick. This is his fourth year in the NFL. So I'm going to be really curious to see does Tampa Bay decide to lock this guy up or is he going to be a, a free agent? And who knows what will happen to him. But I'm with you, Joe. I think with Levante, David, and Devin White missing the game, I mean, that only helped him be able to secure more tackles. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I like that call out for sure. He's been great huge for him i mean he has been so good this year um i i just you know i wish they would have covered the spread against the panthers but <laughs> uh yeah i mean uh the the guy has been outstanding in my league in, i have i play in tackle heavy leagues um he is on a per game basis number two behind jesse bates so uh, jesse bates also has you know five picks and i think at least one tutty so uh you know, Bates having an outstanding year. Then Winfield for me in a per game basis, Reed Blankenship and uh, Bland and Bynum are the only guys averaging over 12 points per game in, in my tackle heavy format. So, so for me, I'm going to stick with the DB room for me for my stud of the week, but I'm going to go with Derek Stingley Jr. Joe, you and I watched this game uh, last Sunday. Oh, to do it, Steve. <laughs> well, with the Broncos, you know, with the Broncos of Texas, man, he made such an impact. You know, think about Stingley was, uh, you know, he he missed seven games this season due to a hamstring injury. During the draft process, he was injured with that list Frank injury. So many in the draft were wondering, hey, this guy's super talented, but is he going to be able to stay healthy? That was the big wonder. Then you saw him drafted ahead of Sauce Gardner, which obviously people were saying, ooh, and odds, you know, when it comes to that. But it was the Houston Texans, so of course they're going to, you know, reach and take the guy that maybe they shouldn't have. But I'll tell you what, Stingley has been on a great pace of late. You know, over the past four games, uh, or sorry, excuse me, three games, he's had four interceptions. And I got to tell you, I mean, go, I mean, you you could attest to this because you were watching it with me. I mean, he really made such an impact in that game. Two tackles, four passes, 
four four pass deflections, two interceptions. That I second think, one was one of the more absurd plays I've seen this year. It was crazy. Yeah. Such a oh good yeah. Play. Yeah, I mean that was and that was a gambler move because if that if he alligator armed it and Sutton caught it, it was to the house for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. well, you know, no Marcus Peters here, so he got it. He pulled it down. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, it's uh, you know, I, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, to me, I mean, here's the cornerback is the forgotten man in, in IDP leagues, but uh, you know, I I feel like Stingley's showing a lot of promise. I mean, I think you've got to be pretty happy if you own him. I mean, are there you know, even better things to come for him, or is this just kind of a, a blip on the radar? We know with IDP, those blips can happen. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that this is the year for stuff to happen for him because if he keeps playing like this down the stretch, they're just going to quit throwing at him. So he's getting tested a little bit, and he is winning those tests right now. So it doesn't mean that um, he's going to have these huge weeks every single week. Definitely not. And maybe this week it we see, you know, the bounce off of it, and they're just not throwing the ball his way because he 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 sealed that game. So, um, you know, that was that was a huge play for him. I really think the Broncos probably should have won that game. I really wish they would have thrown the ball to Sutton at the end of the game there. And you know, well, uh, Ru- Russell they had they didn't, Russell- they didn't motion, and apparently. With Sean Payton that threw everything off. Sutton wasn't just supposed <laughs> to stand behind the line of scrimmage. Mm. <laughs> oh, he wasn't? No. No, that, that the play was not designed to crawl in the end zone. Sean Payton said they were supposed to shift. The shift didn't happen. And then everybody didn't know what route to run because Russell Wilson didn't do shift. So. They, 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 uh, yeah, they ran a play out of the Panthers playbook and it didn't work. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I just, uh, but, but Stingley, like I said, maybe this week we get it where, you know, corners are so hit or miss anyway. Um, so maybe they stay away from him this week, but I don't know. I think he's, you know, he's a young guy. They're still going to test him a little bit. He won the test this week. So we'll see, we'll see what ends up happening there. So, well, it's interesting. His next few games, he's got the jets. I mean, that, I mean, that, that should be pretty good. <laughs> Depending on what goes on there. He's got the Titans, which should be pretty good Cleveland and then the Titans. So, I mean, that's a pretty decent stretch. You could probably keep that pick that pick streak alive here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like we said, that that second pick was crazy, man. You know, Russell Wilson thought he had an easy completion to Sutton. Sutton thought he had a touchdown. He did not expect Stingley to jump out in front of him. But I tell you, too, if their D-line keeps pressuring the way they do, that will lead to interceptions. Obviously, we know D-line and the you know corners work together. And, I mean, Anderson getting that tip set up his first one as well. So – if that keeps happening, as long as, you know, to Scott's point here, it's very simple. These corners show that they can start shutting down guys and they're going to look to the other side of the ball. So are you enjoying this video so far? Well, if you are, show your support to our new channel by hitting the subscribe button and liking this video. We'll be creating videos all NFL season long, so you're not going to want to miss what we have in store. So going over to our duds, gentlemen. Scott, what do you have as your dud? How about a bigger name than Jack? Gibbons. How about Michael Parsons? Uh, I'll go with him. And look, obviously one of the best, if not the best defensive player in the NFL, but one tackle, one assist, and he's had a couple other bad games that are under, I think, I think he's only had a couple games under like nine points, uh, at least in the way my tack, tackle heavy scoring is, but they smoked the Giants, so just not a lot of opportunity. They got beat up by the Niners, so okay. I know he had an illness on Tuesday before this game, 
but and this was a Thursday night game, but this was not a normal four days rest Thursday night football game. They played on Thanksgiving. So and the Seahawks did. So both these teams had a week of rest coming in, which is why we finally had a good Thursday night game. And now everyone's making Jeffrey Dahmer memes about uh, Mitchell Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi or whatever we're going to get this week for (laughs) Thursday night football. Uh, It's going to be an ugly game for sure. But um, Micah Parsons was rested up and they threw 41 times. The Seahawks did against the Cowboys. The only other team to throw that many times against the Cowboys was Washington the week before this. And he had a sack and a half and they threw only three more times. I mean, I Sam Howell gives away uh, sacks like he's Oprah giving away cars. Right. I understand that, but he has gotten better in the second half, but they just, they didn't have a sack as a team against Gino. He got the ball out fast. He looked great. So um, I expect him to have a big week this week, kind of playing angry and all that stuff, getting shut out. It's against Philly as well. So there's a lot of heat there. Um, But, yeah, this was a dud. Uh, A tackle, one solo, one assist for him. It's just that is not what you paid for him wherever you have Micah Parsons. I don't know. Is Micah going to play it a little soft against the Eagles? I mean, is he low-key trying to join the Eagles? I mean, with all his uh, (laughs) – what no no you haven't seen that who what what eagles fan sent you this is what i want to know i have not seen that but i mean that doesn't yeah, come on they're they're rivals you can't low-key be playing for the other team I mean, he went to penn state he grew up an eagles fan is that is that what yeah. you're trying to say there i mean yeah i don't care he, he he's a cowboy now eagles didn't pick him cowboys did they paid him so i i think he's loyal to the employer I don't. I don't. Think he's <laughs> he's don't loyal think, to Jerry. Yeah, it, I don't think. I don't think he's dogging for the Eagles. So no way. Yeah, I agree. I don't think so either. <laughs> I, I here's the thing. I think that it's interesting because I think Parsons. I want to say he's in like the top five for pressures. Um, yeah. But the problem he, is he, it's he not converting in the sack. That's that's the tough part. No Miles Garrett this year. So Miles Garrett's having a crazy year. He really is. Yeah, he is. Uh, so Joe, who is your dud for Week Thirteen? I'm going to go with Vita Vea. You know, Steve, I don't know what you did to him, but ever since you traded him in our league, he just hasn't been the same. Uh, you know, he had one solo tackle and one assist. Um, he goosed people last week. You know, he played 64% of snaps, had a win rate of 4.6%, and a pressure rate of zero, you know, percent in this game. Just overall disappointment from from him on Sunday. Especially playing the Panthers, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, Bryce Young has got very few Mississippis to get rid of the ball this year. <laughs> so, uh, and Vita Vea should have had him at least once. And yeah, I mean, it's frustrating when the matchup is so good, and then you get no results. So yeah, that that is that is it. Most of the time, you can't put a DT on a disappointment list because they, you know, they're liable to eat a donut at any point for you. But this one should have paid off, and it didn't. So I'm yeah. Wondering. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Vita Vega has had a great year. I mean, I believe this might be the most sacks he's had in his career. Um, you know, he's not, he was, he's really a good, I mean, he has the ability to rush the passer, but he's just a massive man. He's just a clogger, you know, in that middle of the defense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right. The matchup was there and he didn't, it didn't pan out. You know, we interesting. you're right. Since I did trade him away, you're right. I guess I traded him at the right time. Maybe he's not motivated anymore. He's, he's not on my team. Yeah, I guess I guess he's not. You know, he's not a, not motivated for the new owner. <laughs> he's dogging for the Eagles, I think. <laughs> oh boy, that's what it is. <laughs> oh boy, it may be. Uh, so my dud uh, from Week Thirteen is going to be Chase Young. He had one QB hit, 
And if your league doesn't account for QB hits, well, then he got you a goose egg. The silver lining in all this, so fellas, is that Chase Young, although he only played 36 total snaps, he had seven total pressures, including the QB hit. So since Chase Young has come to the 49ers, he is top five for edge rushers in total pressures with 16 total pressures. So I ask you, what do you do if you own Chase Young? He's not getting the sacks. He's not producing, but he's but he's getting the pressures. He's just not finishing the plays. So what do you do with Chase Young? Do you, are you starting him? Are you benching him? What are you doing with Chase Young right now? I think for me, I'm I'm usually starting him, and those because those numbers will turn. You know, uh, as long as you keep putting the pressure on, uh, good things are going to happen. So, uh, and you know, he's still learning the cadence of, of you know this defense and uh, where he needs to line up versus his teammates and all that stuff. So it, it is a bit of a learning process, and he's still getting home. He's just not getting the results that we want. So I think it's going to turn pretty quick, and there are not many teams that are going to be up late more than the Niners and have more chances at pinning their ears back and getting after QB. So I'm still rolling out Chase Young. Yeah, I would still roll him out too. I mean, and you're not going to hard to find a guy that's going to have more talented players around him and the ability to just go and get him. And, you know, you mentioned being up in the game is, is huge as well, but they also keep him fresh on a rotation. Like you said, he didn't play a whole lot of snaps. So I mean, Jalen hurts is, I feel like is a tough quarterback to, to actually sack. He's mobile, you know, gets out of it. So, I think definitely better matchups will come, and he'll get his. We'll be fascinated to see what happens in my Well, I, I want to say because the commanders uh, declined his fifth-year option, he's going to be a free agent next year. Does he re-sign with the Niners? Does he try to get as much big money as he can? I think he's just a name really at this point. I don't know if he could really secure a huge money deal, but, you know, league is desperate for pass rushers. You know I mean? You just uh, – Go to the Falcons know. and suck. There you go. Go to the Falcons. They pay him a ton of money because all they got is Arnold Abiquetti, and he's not doing well very much. I guess Bud Dupree has been decent of late, but, um, you know, it's been more chase down sacks like we were talking about earlier, Scott. So, yeah, you know, it should be interesting to see what ends up happening with Chase Young. I'm very curious about that one. So going over to our IDP pro tip of the weeks for week 14, we got a prediction for you. Scott, uh, what are you telling the folks at home here? How about Ernest Jones get another 15 tackles like he did this week? I almost put him in as my stud, but I thought that's a little too easy. So I'm with Jack Gibbons. Uh, so obviously a little too too down the road, as you guys have mentioned here. But let's give uh, let's give Ernest some props here. Huge game for him. He's a hundred percenter. You know, I think he's calling plays for them as well. And they're playing the run heavy Ravens on the road this week. I think the Ravens are going to possess the ball. For a lot of this game, uh, their defense has been strong. They're coming off a bye week, so they're gassed up and ready to go. So I think Ernest Jones is going to be on the field a lot, which leads to more tackle opportunities, which means he's going to pile them up this week. So that is my prediction for week 14. Ernest Jones gets 15, a 15 tackle game in back-to-back weeks because he had one last week as well. Joe, that must be music to your ears. Yeah, I tell you, man, I saw it on the sheet. I was pretty happy, you know, and I've <laughs> been a happy Ernest Jones owner as well. <laughs> so, Joe, who is your IDP pro tip of the week for week 14? Yeah, I'm, you know, I didn't uh, talk about this guy last week, but I'm going to go with Andrew Van Ginkle. Uh, you know, Jalen Phillips is out for the year, and 
And we've seen the last week, Andrew Van Ginkle just takes advantage of his opportunities when he gets the start. And, you know, I, I look, you know, you fire him up against the gun this week. They get to face the Titans, and the Titans just came off a game where they gave up six sacks to the Colts last week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sam, Samson Ebukam, uh absolutely destroyed. I want to say, who was the other one? Was it Quiddy Pay? Also, I think they got a ton, of, a ton of action as well. I mean, they just absolutely swarmed them. So I, I do like that. I like that call it a lot for you, Joe. Yeah, I can't say he's going to get another pick six in this game, but, you know, he just – he just plays so hard and is just a. I feel like he's just a wild man when he gets the chance to play. Maybe Tyler Boyd's throwing the ball again. So, but oh. uh, <laughs> that was that was absolutely game. terrible. I mean, it didn't cost him the game <laughs> somehow, but right. uh, you know, because the Jags choked. But yeah, that just a terrible play. And I mean, Van Ginkle is one of those guys that it's just like every single time that he gets the opportunity, he shines, and then he goes back to a bench role. So now that Phillips is down. Uh, I expect him to have some huge weeks here. So I'm with you. So my IDP pro tip of the week for week 14 is to go ahead and make sure you add, if he's out there in your league, which I think he will be, safety John Johnson. Since the bye week in week 10, his snaps counts have been on the rise. And especially over the past two games, uh, he's had the most snaps or tied with the most snaps with Jordan Fuller. I want to say he had 71 snaps uh, last week against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. Remember that John Johnson became a star with the L.A. Rams before signing that big money deal with the Cleveland Browns. He had one solo tackle, five assists, two pass deflections, and that interception. I'd highly recommend adding him. Uh, and based on his playoff schedule, it's looking pretty solid. He's got games against the Commanders the Saints, and the Giants. So all three of them are going to be very good matchups for him. So I know he's available in our league too, Joe. You need a safety. You might want to go pick him up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it's I the mean... ultimate disrespectful move there, by the way. <laughs> it is telling somebody else who does a show with you who they should go pick up. So You know, Scott, yeah. it's not the first time he's done this. but I'm not know. surprised. I don't have any cap left, Steve, so I can't go and pick up John Johnson. And you have zero dollar pickups? Come on. Well, we do for minor players, and he doesn't fit the bill. Mm, think you need to fix that? Yeah, got it. I mean, because I, mean, I run I, out of money so fast, I would be burned in that league. I'm I mean, sure. I, I think I'm so. okay. You know, I I picked up PJ Lock for zero dollars last week. Okay. You know, he's been playing well with Cream Jackson out. I'm gonna probably roll with him. That's your Broncos fandom showing, Joe. Not but, taking your advice, Steve. Also, direct slap in the face. So I'm just been, here to stoke the fire. So I mean, he's just been performing. I mean, he had a sack fumble last week. He's he's been scoring 20 points in our league. So, all right, Scott, you're the tiebreaker here. What do you think? Is John Johnson worth the pickup? Not if he not if you can't afford him. So <laughs> right. you know, the, the, the no, you can't afford him. So look, oh, he is my. worth the pickup in most leagues, but you know. If you, if you have zero dollars, then you can't go get him. But yeah, I mean, he's a decent ad for sure. All right. I'll, I'll take that as a consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm surprised you don't pick him up, Savey. You know, you had this guy. He's burning. Yeah, yeah. This is your genius move. Why isn't he on your you? team? Come on. I'm taking. Why do I need him? I'm, I'm trying to lose. I'm not trying to win. I got to, you know, let other people have him. The New England awesome. Patriots of this league. Keep them here, and so. re-sign them for the future. You, you traded all your young safeties away. If you want to compete next year, you're going to need a wily vet to put in the safety position. Mm, yeah, that's a decent point. We have to look. It into sounds that. like he wants you to cut somebody. So, 
Hey, I unless it's a minor player, I can't pick him up. Three yeah, yeah, that's does. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is fair. Well, Scott, thanks so much for joining the show today. Where can others find your great work? Yeah, uh, follow me uh, on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Like I said, uh, the In This League Fantasy Football Show. Our Patreon is over there at InThisLeague.com as well. Uh, myself and the Welsh have been working on the, the fantasy land here since 2014. So we're coming up on that 10-year anniversary next season. So uh, really excited for that. And uh, you can catch my work over at Fantasy Pros, Betting Pros. I'm doing a lot of football stuff. Baseball season's rolling around. Starting to do some baseball stuff over at In This League as well. I'm on CFP Winning Edge with my buddies Nick and Xavier. Um, yeah, I know I'm leaving somebody out. I apologize. But yeah, I got... Th- th- there's a lot of stuff to do. So um, yeah, I'm doing a lot these days. And you know, it beats digging ditches. I love it. So thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate the invite. This is fun. Oh, you're welcome, Scott. And, and uh, for those who maybe don't know Scott at this point, go ahead and check out his great work. I highly recommend what he's got out there. We'll be back next week uh, for week 14 IDP recap and the week 15 prediction with another IDP guest. We look forward to that. Make sure you tune in next week and until next time.